I think the best thing to do is just fucking crack on with it. I think, yeah, the more we kind of, how do we start the podcast right, it just won't go fucking well. So we'll just shoot the shit and see how it goes. Uh, guys, welcome back to the Coach Bidon Podcast. Um, we're on to episode, actually, do you know what? Every time I start a podcast, I have no fucking clue what episode we're on. Um, we are on episode 57. And today I'm joined yet again with, uh, by, with, by uh, David Poff. Dave, how are you getting on? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me again. Uh, the first one was very enjoyable, so I'm hoping this will be even more enjoyable this time. I'm trying to look back to see what episode it was I had you on. I'm thinking 20-something. It was tw- 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. It was definitely 20. 30. 30. 30. 30. Number 30. And there I went to 57. Congrats. I went to 57. There we go. Fucking the year of the podcast. When did I start the podcast? I started the podcast. Before? It was... I think it was literally because I, I had a post up on Instagram talking about, like, we are now in lockdown, how do we train? And the next post was... We're now in lockdown. <laughs> but now the next post was, no, 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 I have a podcast now. So I think it was literally when the first lockdown came into place, I started the podcast. So I kind of do a podcast every week. I've missed one week because I was sick. Um, back in like October, I thought I had the Rona. So I was like, I'm dying. I'm not recording today. And then, but I also did, like, seven episodes, one a day, like, a few months ago. So like, yeah. It, Averages out to one a week now. It average, it's about one a week now, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think the, the year will be, no, the year will be, it'll be like- Paddy's Day? It'll be, yeah, it'll be around, because we, yeah, we locked down- Before Paddy's Day. I don't know, because we went for a swim on Paddy's Day and there was like 11 of us there. But I know when we swam, we were like, right, we- We shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be. It was, it was that time where like, cause remember like before, like. Like obviously now gyms will have to close when the government says so. But back like back lockdown one, gyms closed on their own. Like we yeah. weren't in a lockdown, but gyms was closed. So we're like, this isn't safe. One by one, they kind of yeah. yeah. So now it's kind of like. So I know the gym I was working in Origin up in Sandyford. They were like one of the last mm. nearly to. Oh, kept, like yeah. They just kept going because they were kind of that small group mm. training, and and they I think they were one of the last to yeah to nearly close. Because I, th- I I know f- I thought Ben Dunn was like the first to go. Yeah, and then yeah. they're pretty adamant on staying closed like long term. Um, but then... Did they ever open back up? They, oh, they opened one of the... Because I had a client who worked in Ben Dunn and he was basically like, yeah, we opened back up briefly. But like for a week. Yeah, I remember hearing that they... The guy who owns Ben Dunn um, wasn't going to open until there was a vaccine. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Chap was out there like, oh, well, there's a vaccine. We'll open back up. But he put up... It's really funny. He put a video up on his on the Facebook group, on the Facebook page even, the Ben Dunn one. And it's really funny, because it's him, because Ben Dunn's like an old man, like, and it's just him walking around the gym being all like, look what we're doing for social distancing when gyms open back up again. As like, social distancing is number one. It's like, we value our staff, we value our trainers, but social distancing is the most important thing. And it's kind of like, you've just said your staff isn't the most important thing. Like, just, Because <laughs> well, I, I actually remember hearing a rumor that Fly if it, we're gonna buy them over or something. I heard that as well. I'm not too sure. Yeah. I actually have a clue, but um, yeah, like, because I was in Westwood at the time, and they kind of Did they opened back the pool and everything like that. Yeah, no, because like there was nothing against when like gyms and pools were kind of like, in one thing. So Westwood could kind of fully reopen, yeah. bar the crash bit. So they kind of go whenever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's fucking. I've no idea because I know I think gyms and pools in the same one now. I suppose whenever. Fitness issue that was about we get now, yeah. So how, how long? Congrats on moving out of there. How, yeah. So how, I. How long were you in Westwood? I was in Westwood from where did I join? I started on the eighth of May, twenty eighteen. Straight after Elite or before Elite? So I was in Elite, 
So those are the thing, elites like where we did our PT course. So I we were in I was in elite from January twenty eighteen to uh, April twenty eighteen. Yeah. And I got a job in a gym in Bray called TNT. Oh, yeah. And I worked there for nine days. Yeah, like, Black Rock as well, I think. Yeah, but I, I they either got bought over or they redid the place. But yeah. I remember when I started working there, they had lost all their staff, they lost the manager. So it was like it was like myself, two trainers and a new manager, like the brand new people working there. And your man was like, guys, we have a great team now. We're going to get everything back flying again. It's going to be great. And then... Um, nine days later. Nine days later, I was like, I've actually got a job in a gym right beside my house. It's a much bigger gym, a much nicer gym. I'm going to go in there instead. So I just bounced. And, uh, so probably over two, two years? Yeah, so I was in Westwood for, like, including lockdowns, two and a half years. Wow, just over two and a half years. And then I... It was so funny. I was planning on going online... Um, like since I started, but like I suppose like it was after the second lockdown, I was like, I'm gonna leave Westwood at some point. Yeah. And then so after the second lockdown, we had to teach classes outdoors. We couldn't do like obviously like inside. Spin bikes or actual like, like we didn't bring the spin bikes outside at that time, but we had like 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 kettlebells. like your body pump kits, that oh, kind of shit, all that outside. So I remember us teaching a class, like a bums and tums kind of class oh, outside. Stop. But I was in a pair of tracksy bottoms, two pairs of socks, a hoodie and a coat, and I was still freezing. <laughs> and it was after the class everyone left and I was just lying on my mat like having an existential crisis I was like I love this but like I, I'm done yeah. I was like I'm done doing this now so you checked out like yeah so I, I, I left so I, I left it hasn't fully kicked in yet because like, like like if I had quit or not quit I'd be seeing the same thing now just because yeah. gym's closed on my so gym's closed on the 31st of December and I left my last day my notice was until the 31st of December so yeah. I was just in the gym until the close so like gyms, once gyms open back up again now I'll be very much like Oh, this is back to normal now, but like, yeah, for now it's kind of like interesting to thing. think would you have gone online as much as you did if this whole coronavirus? See, that's the thing. Yeah, so it's, it's weird to think like that, isn't it? Comparing, like, if we're talking like business and all that fun stuff, like before lockdown one, but a year and a half before when I was online, like everything stayed pretty much similar. My client, my income, that all stayed pretty much the same. But as once lockdown, obviously it makes sense, like once lockdown one comes, okay, I'm not in the gym anymore, I have more time to put online, yeah. so I'm going to obviously, and that grew over lockdown one, that was ridiculous. Back to the gym, kept growing, because I kind of lowered my hours in the gym, yeah. brought some one-to-one -one clients online, and then kind of, so my, my hours in West were going down, so I could go more online. Lockdown two came around, same thing happened, um, so like, this is fine, and then it was after lockdown two, and I was like, right, I'm going fully online, so... And then lockdown three, everything's kind of is maintained. Everything's yeah, going quite yeah. well now. So it's kind of like, yeah, so happy days. Happy enough with that. Um, so yeah, it's just fucking happy. Yeah. So I suppose we're rambling on. I suppose with the pocket set, before I actually go into the top, so as per the title, we're talking about kind of home training. Because I've, I've realized now, I haven't actually made, like I've had the podcast now for a year, um, like obviously since the lockdown started, lockdowns even. Um, and I haven't, well, I've done one on home training a little bit, but I haven't done like a, a substantial like podcast purely focus on home training but I suppose before we go into all that fun stuff Dave for anyone who didn't listen to episode 30 um obviously don't know what they're doing with their lives but who are you what do you do and what's Donnybrook Performance? Thank you very much for introducing me uh 24 years old um set up my own gym studio in a rugby club um back in well I signed to take it over at the start of 2020 um, and the plan was to open up kind of semi-private training, one-to-one -one training in a small studio. Uh, the plans were, were to open about April, May. Uh, that obviously got pushed back with coronavirus and eventually got open on the first week of August. 
got about eight week run at it and then it was locked down two i think that's six week yeah, lockdown yeah. um which was tough didn't really know whether to transition the whole business online just keep current clients moving just kind of in a bit of a what to do mm. um because you'd seen some pts gone online but it was all very new to me um so just got my current clients on zoom trying to move as much as possible try and train as frequently three days a week uh, if they could um, then we got back from the six week lockdown i think was the first week of december gyms were allowed back open yeah it was i think it was the start of december yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we got about three weeks yeah. <laughs> about three weeks and then it's been closed ever since so not even three months i'd say um actually coming into the gym and and pt and doing semi-private training um so since christmas i've kind of tr tried to transition my business a little bit more online but obviously we're all just hoping that gyms will be back open uh, can we even say a date uh like we're hoping for april yeah so yeah. april no like so it's level th gyms can open up in level three but one to one in yeah, yeah. indoor one to one can commence from fourth is it level four yeah so if we go level four April fifth, that's the thing I don't know because like gyms can't open this time, but le but indoor one to one could go on. But like yeah. personal training one to one is indoor one to one. But clap, but it's it's real because I remember when that came out, I was like, oh shit, gyms could open up April fifth because I saw indoor because the way it was labeled level three last time was indoor one to one can go as normal. Yeah. And that was level three, so we're like, oh, gyms were like under that kind of class. Because like indoor one to one was in the same thing as gyms were, but now like gyms and pools and then that are in two different categories. Yeah, so, I so many people are just interpreting. So, <laughs> yeah, so different. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll just fingers crossed we can open in April. It's um, all just kind of interpreted to your own bias. Like, uh, like every gym under the sun bought a canopy to teach classes outside. <laughs> yeah. And Westwood was one fucking hell. Westwood had like a massive yoke, like metal bars, all this kind of shit. As one like massive stormy day. And it all just broke, oh. like metal snap in half. Everything was all over the place. I've like, right. seen a lot of people who have. Um, you know, I follow in Sandy Hollybox. You've seen that place. Like they've bought in so much cardio equipment, like these whole marquees. What are they going? Trying to make it socially distance. Uh, insanity. Insanity. Holly. Yeah. Oh, polyhops. 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 Like they've tried to really redo like their whole structure of the gym just to make it safe and everything, mm. and they still can't open. So. People have just spent so much money trying to... Oh, like the fucking tent? Yeah. Like, oh, that's sick. Like, people have just um, spent so much money trying to make it safe for people yeah. to, to train, and uh, we obviously just haven't been given the green light yet. Man, that's so cool. Yeah. Fuck. Right. We'll, 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 we'll crack on anyway. Fucking hell. So, we're talking... Today, we're ten, fucking 11 minutes deep. We're talking today about home training, because obviously while gyms are closed and while we're moaning about gyms being closed... <laughs> I can't believe nothing else to do but train from home. I suppose what we're going to talk about now is kind of, you know, talk about the big, like, obviously talk about why it is important to, to continue training from home. You know, obstacles we can face going into home training. Um, how to kind of make sure you do train from home because at the end of the day, like, just fucking saying you're going to train and actually training are two completely different things. Yeah. And then talk about kind of, can you put on muscle? Can you maintain? How to go about doing that from, from home? So I suppose... The key thing now, I suppose, what I'm going to say to you first is, you know, obviously we know training a gym is so important. Like, do, when it comes to training from home, 
does it change in terms of like, oh, it's not as important to train when you're at home or is it just as important? Like, what, what would you kind of say on that? For somebody who's kind of like, oh, I'm not training at home because I don't have anything, what would you say to them? I think the first thing you said there is really, really important where you said home training. Yeah. Where it's not this home workout. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> completely different things. Now, I am an advocate of people exercising, people making themselves feel good. Mm-hmm. But I think that word you use there is so, so important. Mm. Like, it's training at home. It's not working out at home. And I feel like home workouts and home training are two completely separate topics. Mm-hmm. Um, home workouts, from what I would think, I don't know if you agree, would be the whole burpees jumping around your, <laughs> your living room. Like, that's a home workout. You're sweating. You get some great endorphins after it. Mm. Uh, it might set you up for the day. And there's nothing wrong with that. But training at home is a lot, lot different, in my opinion. I yeah. don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I think, I think the way I always look at it is like if you're in school, if you're doing rugby training or football training, you know, you don't go to your football workout, you go to your football training because like you're training for matches, training for yeah. something. Like if you're working with a coach, you're going to the gym and you don't have a plan, like your workout's going to be pretty pointless. Whereas if you go to, you know, if your goal is I want to drop fucking five stone, I want to, you know, put on a bit of size, I want this bench press, this squat, and you have like actual goals set. Yeah. Well, you're not working out for those goals, you're training to achieve those goals. Like if you're, if like, you know, if you're, tra- if you're playing football, you know, you're not training to, for, you're not like going to train for the sake of training, you're training to, to, to play better matches, to, to win matches, to get trophies, to do X, Y, Z. So yeah. I think that's the best way of looking at it. So when there's an actual goal in mind, you know, that's when it becomes training. Because if you're, if you're just doing something for the sake of doing something, you won't do it consistently. When you're doing something with an end goal in mind, you're a lot more likely to, to do it, progress with it, and keep consistent with it. Like, there's nothing wrong with uh, the home workouts. Like, if you enjoy doing burpees and squat mm. jumps, like, there's nothing wrong with that. If it makes you feel good, set you up for the day. But there's no real progression in that, is there? It's, I think the thing is, like, people who love, like, oh, I love my little hit workouts. Like, at the end of the day, if you... If you enjoy them, do If them. you enjoy them, do them. But... I don't see a it's, progression. It's kind of like, take the hint. Like, the people who love these home workouts are the ones who are like, why is nothing happening? It's kind of like, well, take the fucking hint. You know, you're, 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 you're doing it for the sake of doing it. You're doing it when you enjoy it. You're doing because I like doing this, but... You might you know, get a bit of motivation and then... Yeah, what happens the next day. week when you're like, oh, I should want to train today. And you're like, oh, why am I fucking losing the weight I want to lose? It's like, take the fucking hint. You're just not consistent. You're just fucking fanning about, you know? Yeah, just, like someone, for instance, doing a load of burpees in their living room or wherever they're working out compared to someone maybe doing a, a five-second eccentric uh, Bulgarian split squat on their on their chair or on their couch um like there's such a difference in that where you can uh you can say oh i did eight reps of a bulgarian split squat with a maybe a five kilo or a band yeah. or whatever and then the next week you're like okay i'm gonna try to get nine i'm gonna try to get ten you can you can visualize that progression mm. um compared to like just jumping on a 20 minute zoom and yeah just, yeah, just, just get just a sweat on and there's nothing wrong with that i know people um, it's probably good for their heads to. Yeah. to do it's like it's well. like there's nothing wrong with it yeah. unless you have a certain goal in mind, and that's like again, like the insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different result. If you want to do X, Y, and Z, and the way you're going about work towards that goal isn't working, and say that way is doing your fucking hit workouts or whatever workouts on Zoom, whatever you're fucking doing, it's like right. Well, if you want to achieve that goal, change what you're doing because if what you're doing isn't eliciting that goal to be an outcome, yeah. in this case of like stop being a dummy, just fucking change what you're doing. Definitely, I do think you made a great point. It does come back to enjoyment. Mm. And if you enjoy doing burpees, do them. Mm. But if you don't enjoy them, you don't have to do yeah. them. Like, if you're going to do 10 burpees this week in a minute, do 12 next week. Yeah. You know, just, like, whatever you are doing, make sure there is progression planning. Because, like, people... Even, even people run the 5Ks. Yeah. Like, some people just run 5Ks. Like, why don't you try visualize and beat that goal like yeah. always try and have a progression or i was uh i was in the first lockdown i was in the first <laughs> i love running because i was like i had nothing i had nothing to fucking 
I had nothing at home well, for a little bit. I was living yeah. with my friend Elliot. He's off in the army now, but he worked in a gym in Black. He, lived, he worked in Impact, where oh, Elite was. Yeah. So he got a barbell, some plates, some dumbbells out from them. Um, before that, I was on the run hype. But like, I remember what I do is I'd look at other people, people I know. They're kind of you know like the tag five, run yeah, five, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. cunts, like fuck you. So I, I was looking at my mates who were doing them, and I was like, right, I want to beat your time. Yeah. So I just went out making sure I beat them, and I did. And I was like, ah, that's fine for me. Yeah. And then I ran a ten k, and I was like, right, I'm retiring now. Yeah. I did a ten k, and I was like, ten k was the first I've done. Chap, I'm, I, I'm not doing more than ten. No, like I remember I ran. So I I have like so I just don't run. Like I think the last time I ran before that property was like in fourth year in school before <laughs> I found the gym, and like. I, I, I have no perception of distance jacking away like I remember the first lockdown we were like two kilometer distance I was like how big is two kilometers I was like oh yeah. two kilometers is nothing yeah. but I was like alright ten kilometers I was like that's two kilometers that's eh, running five of those back and forth I could do that that's no problem and then I went to run it was, it was meant to be a 6k run so I ran from my house in Still Oregon to UCD and then my fit was like, you've just run five kilometers. And I was just like, well, I've got to run back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, right, I'm going to crack on and just run home. And I'm doing a 10K. And I was like, oh, that was fine. That wasn't too bad. Um, but but I, I think it's incredible. Some of the people doing half marathons and marathons, like, they're just fair play. Like, I declined. <laughs> I declined in lockdown. One, actually, who he was running like three, four, five Ks. He, he was just like, oh, I don't like training from home. I was like, we just run a marathon. He was like, yeah, fuck, go on. So you run a marathon like six weeks later. It's a great goal for some people who... Uh, They've really taken it up running. Uh, That's the thing. I suppose yeah. a key thing is kind of like, I suppose another thing we'll probably touch on later on the podcast is kind of like, if you don't like training from home, like there's nothing wrong with kind of steering around the go for a bit of time. Like if your goal is to build muscle, but you have no kid at home and you don't like doing temple push-ups in your, in your fucking bedroom, that's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe you wanted to, you know, I, talk, I talked with Gary McGowan about this in our podcast. Um, it was a case of like, if you... You know, if you said like, oh, I've, I've always wanted to run 10K or 5K or half marathon, it's case of, well, now's the time you can do that. So yeah, why definitely. don't you? So like, I think at the end of the day, like from, from a home training point of view, it's a case of you want there to be some means of enjoyment, but I suppose make sure there's a goal there. Because when there's no goal to work towards, you're kind of like, you know, you're just doing things for the sake of doing it. And when you do things for the sake of doing it, you don't do it consistently. Yeah, definitely not. Sweet. I, um, think, I think a lot yeah. of people as well, I don't know what you think about this, but they they're looking for that toned look, that muscular look, and they think by just running and sorting out the nu- nutrition, they're gonna get that toned. Or like I hate that word toned, hmm. but that's what it always yeah, comes yeah. back to. And it's like you still have to do your resistance training mm. on top of your running, so it's better probably finding the prior like the it's right that happy medium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it's always a case, but I think the key thing it always comes back to is like you know. Whatever the goal is, like, just always understand, like, you know, if you don't, like, if you're not doing everything optimal, that's fine. Yeah. Do you know, if you're, if you're, as long as you're okay with that, like, no, like, no one's pressuring you to have this goal by a certain time. No one's having you pressure to do this by this date. It's a case of, it's you v you. And, you know, if you have a goal to be strong as fuck, if you want a hundred kilo bench press, but you don't have a fucking bench press, it's a case of don't cry, don't cry enough that it hasn't even spilled. You just fucking, you know. Okay, I can't bench press until I'm back in the gym because I don't have a bench press. I can either buy a bench press, buy a bar, buy some weights, or I can just fucking crack on to someone else. That's okay, so just just find something to do and just, you know, figure out how can I progress towards that, do you know? Yeah, definitely. I, I do think one of the biggest obstacles, though, is if people are living maybe with their girlfriend or mm. they don't have that kind of spare room or anything. Yeah. It's definitely a, a, thing, a thing of can we recreate a pre-training kind yes. of as much as possible, the same as the gym, but I know people can find it incredibly tough if they have to work in their spare room mm. from working from home and then 
they just have their bedroom there. Yeah. Obviously, or maybe if they're living at home, they can't do it in the living room. It's going to be very hard to even just find the space to, yeah. to work out. And do you want to go out in the cold in December? Yeah. In December and <laughs> like, that's why. There's nothing that, that's yeah. why they meant it. Remember the, in December when they launched the level five? Yeah. They're like, level five, but gyms can stay open. That's why. Because they're just like, um, they're like, oh, it's very cold outside. So you can't really run. So you're gonna, we'll, we'll throw you a bone and keep it up for a week. And the cases went to like 5,000. They're like, oh, never mind. But it's kind of like, well, you will. those cases didn't come for those five days. So you could have really kept the gyms open, but we won't fucking... Won't, but that's probably that. the biggest thing is trying to create that pre-training or as much routine as possible. Probably. Would you think that's... Yeah. yeah. Having, I think, the more things you do before the thing itself, the more like you are to do the thing. Yeah. It's a case of... I'm going to turn my WhatsApp off right now. So that's, <laughs> that's making notification sounds. Um, yeah, so the first thing I think I said to to you before or to a client when we were chatting earlier before off off the podcast like do you have a certain meal before the gym every time like is it i know some people love like bagels banana yeah um, a shake just for carbs and protein or maybe like protein oats or what would your what would your yeah so what i do before i train like from a food point of view it's kind of like you know it's always a case of my mindset is what's the point of doing this thing if i don't do the thing this thing is for i think thing a lot Basically, like, if I'm having, if I'm having, like, for example, you know, I'm training today, and it's a case of before I train, trained earlier on even, I had, like, 150 grams of Cocoa Pops. Yeah. Fucking massive, it was class. <laughs> and it was a case of, like, right, I would very rarely eat, like, half, like, you know, Tesco, like, the three, seven, five, like, 300 yeah, gram boxes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to have half a box of Cocoa Pops for my pre-workout. I was like, what's the point in on finessing this half box of Cocoa Pops if I'm not going to use it to train? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a good session. It was a case of, like, I want to train properly. It's like, right, I'm going to make sure I'm fueling properly for the workout. So it's a case of, or for the session. So it's a case of, like, cool. You know, so it's a case of, like, if I have this meal, I am more likely to train. So, I like, think it nearly flicks a switch. It does. It's, kind of, it's just that routine. Like, maybe you got home from work, you put a bagel in the microwave or in the toaster, jam, banana. Yeah. And then you go off to the gym. Exactly. Can you recreate that at home? Yeah. And still then work out? Like, it's just trying to recreate. That's the key thing. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, if someone, if someone, if someone's working from home and then they're like, oh, I'm finished working out, I'm just going to train. You're not going to fucking train. Yeah. You know, you're going to want to chill out. You're going to want to relax. In the case of, how can you bridge that gap between what you're doing, that new thing? At the end of the day, like, working is a big stressful task. Training is another big stressful task, but it's a completely different area. It's a case of like, how can I make that gap from work, from work to training a little easier? It's a case of, again, once you finish work, start doing really... Again, the easier the things are, the more likely you'll do the more. So, can I do a number of very easy things to, to get there? Like, like, I think I, a good friend of mine, Owen Dobbin, he's in Spain right now. One thing he does before he, like, before he goes to bed every night is he puts runners, socks, shorts, and nice. t-shirt by his door. It's a case yeah. of like, if I'm going for a run today, well, if that's for seeing my door, it makes it really easy. Cause it's a case of like, it's, habit, yeah. it's easier to, you know, it'll be easier because again, if he, if he does all that and then walks beside it, he'll feel like shit and be like, I didn't do that today. Whereas if he just puts it on first thing in the morning, it's done and out of the way. So the more things you do before that thing itself makes it easier. Like if that's having a pre-training meal, I if that's- I think getting changed. Like I know some Getting people, changed, man. It's so <laughs> easy. Some people just literally got out of bed and just start training in like pajamas or, or whatever. Like. I know it might sound really silly, but put on your workout gear. It will. Yeah, it's like, you know, what, like, before you go to the gym normally, you probably have a meal, you, you put on your gym gear, you pack a bag, you listen to music and you go. It's a case of like, right, like, why don't you just do that again? Yeah. You know, I have a client, I've, I've, it's brilliant, I have a client, she literally will hop in the car, like, she'll... Go in the car and put on music and... What she'll, no, no, what she'll do is she'll basically, she'll, she'll finish up work, finish up whatever she's doing, 
she'll have a meal, she'll get changed, she'll pack a gym bag, go into the car, do a round of her estate, come back home, and then go to the spare room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, well, she didn't have to get in the car, but it's kind of like, again, it's the mental cue. She recreate that. Yeah, she didn't, she obviously knew she was going to come right back home, but it's case of like, that mental cue of like, having a meal, um, having a meal, getting changed, listening to music, and then getting in the car, listening to music, then come out. So she just put her earphones in out of the car and walked, instead of walking to, the, to her room or to the delivery room, walked to the spare room and then trained there. Because like, what she also did was kind of like laid out things. Like she had like a pump set, like a, like a little bar, or whatever, yeah. like a few bands. And just lay them out across her spare room. Obviously fortunate to have the spare room available, but it's kind of a case of like, if you have it available, like just leave your stuff there. So it's a case of like, she literally did everything like she was going to the gym without actually going to the gym to go to a spare room yeah like, I, even, I even think i remember chatting to a client and they they always walk to the gym and i was like i know obviously you can't walk to the gym now but could you put in headphones go for maybe a five ten minute walk around your neighborhood yeah. or around your house and then can you just re- recreate as much things as possible that's it so like again like pre-training rituals are so key and there's a great book called have you read atomic habits yeah yeah book. like everything if i think it's one of those books like if anyone everyone read it everyone be so well off yeah. like everyone talk about these life hacks is like that book is just life hacks yeah. so like if, if like it's case of like you know when you're trying to establish a habit make it obvious easy attractive and reward yeah instantly satisfying it's case of like right make it obvious i want to train at i want to train upper body at three o'clock today cool make it easy you know how can we make it easy right well let's leave put in those gear leave your workout gear there That's and have that kind of yeah. and have that pre-training ritual there because that's gonna make it a little easier to get to make it attractive you know we will obviously benefit from training it's satisfying but when you finish a workout when you didn't want to do it you'll feel great in the case of when you kind of implement those things time and time again and at the end of the day like most people don't want to do it but because when you do something when you really don't want to do it the next time becomes infinitely easier definitely, so definitely. like again so those kind of training things were kind of i think yeah you said that there even with the spare room like mm. if you cannot train in your bedroom yeah do it because mm. the bedroom should just be for like prioritizing your sleep mm. but i know obviously that's always not the case and you might only have your bedroom to yeah. to work out but it definitely if you have the option i, I would use a spare room or yeah. kitchen or whatever you can whatever you can that's not your bedroom like yeah. bedroom like is like i work for my room i have my bed once i have the room of my kind of office my desk yeah. my laptop on the other side it's kind of like i i, I, I can switch off it's like it's like my bed is my i won't chill in my bed i won't nap my bed I'll, my bed's my bed i won't work in bed most of the time as a case of like when i'm at my desk is like like the best is there like it's just they there, talk like, with you know? a lot though that you shouldn't yeah really or like if it. i could i'd fucking have it somewhere else do you know but kind of like it's like right if i have work in that in that room there i've not three years i can get that done no problem it's kids like the workout wise i'm not putting sleep relaxing yeah. working and training in the same place gosh just asking for fucking shit to happen so i'll train in the spare room like the spare room i've literally had like i have a bar placed in one corner of the room with a place beside it i have two light dumbbells beside there i have a mat on one side and some bands beside it Lovely. And I have D handles, uh, occlusion bands, cuffs, daisy chains, all and carabiners all laid out on the table, so I can kind of pick and choose when I need them. And by having that kind of set up there, it's like it's all basically like my little gym because kind of like right, this is my little space to train. You know, everything set up like it's, it's not the spare room anymore; it's, it is my gym. Yeah. And you know, until gym gym back up again. Well, I, think, I think those are four it. really really good pre-training things to maybe include if mm. if you're not doing it already. I know people have probably listened to other podcasts and, and done these things hopefully, but if they haven't. What are we gonna say? Pre-workout meal. Yeah. Definitely get changed. Yeah. Uh, listen, like, play, like listen to music. Put your earphones, AirPods in, and don't do it in the bedroom. Yeah. Hopefully, get a spare room. Or I know the weather's getting a little bit better. You might be able to go outside. Yeah. But those four tips. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. I agree with those. Um. So. We're we're looking at a whiteboard right now because we've we've written I've written up even 
I've written a basically kind of like a like a whiteboard of things we're talking about. So if yeah, if, if 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 we kind of look like we're kind of going from station to station because I'm looking at the whiteboard, <laughs> obstacles. So yeah, like I suppose the key thing to obviously look into is you know what do you need? What yeah, what are gonna be the obstacles of we talk about kind of how to get into, but like what could be obstacles to work around? Like kids gonna be a big one. A lot of people have bought a lot of stuff. Yeah, which is great because it obviously means that much to them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's still like I know things went out of stock for. I know. I, I just know got stuff back I, d- I just know the players are charging madly. Yeah. <laughs> Mad. A lot of people have got racks though and stuff, which is great. Yeah, I know. Gym less are doing racks dirt cheap. Um, and if you know any kind of small gyms, you know, fucking ask for barbell. They're usually quite nice. But like again, renting a bar, buying kit, like it's not gonna. It just depends, obviously, like what you want to get done. If your goals are very much like, you know, strength based mass based whatever it is a kid like you probably like if you like for the sake of kind of nine ha- weeks however long it's going to yeah. be to the again because like if you invest in it now you're going to sell it off afterwards yeah. there's so. a lot to be said though for just getting maybe two 20 kilo dumbbells and a, and a resistance band like, that's what I mean like there's you do a lot with that like. yeah I suppose like, I think a big no, it's not ideal but yeah but I think a key thing is kind of like people don't realise you know like training a gym you've got all these machines probably, all these weights like I think people probably the first lockdown realise how expensive gym yeah is. man like if you think of a, of a, of a fly fit like probably a quarter of a mil oh yeah like, like more? more 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 like yeah, yeah. Like, that's mad to think about like, like think about this way like when you're you buying 30 quid a month like yeah when you're when you're <laughs> buying when you're buying like a bar you're buying a rack you know you're not buying the fucking the, the, the massive cable sack and the, the really good rack or the really, you're buying the dirt cheap rack <laughs> the little two stands that cost you like 100 quid it's like they've bought like eight power racks probably cost them about hmm, a couple grand each yeah. the best bars all the like really calibrated plates the nice like whatever place they are it's like plus the machines plus this plus that plus turf plus the like it's a lot, it's a lot of money yeah. um, for so, a euro a month for a fucking for a euro a day like fucking yeah. hell it's the case of, yeah, yeah. I was like, Mon, that'd be a fucking good deal <laughs> that's some Ben Dunn prizes um, but yeah like it's a case of like I suppose the key thing is like to not also be confused that like you need obscene every, 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 every single yeah. dumbbell every single barbell easy curl bar you know yeah I mean? like, you don't need you don't need all that stuff like at the end of the day there's more you know when it comes to it's obviously ideal if we had all that yeah if you had like at the end of the day like it's a case of like you know when you're training like having a load of kit would be phenomenal having place for that kit would be brilliant but the kit, at the end of the day like not everyone has the money to be fucking doing that not everyone has you know the, the fucking space to be doing all that stuff in it's a case of like you know it's a case of looking into certain means of training that don't involve man like if you have a man that a kit and you can replicate a session go for it if you have some Dumbbells, some bands, a bar, a rack. You you can pretty much do whatever you want. I, I think it's been great to see like the invention of, of some equipment, like mm. using the foam roller as a hack spot yeah. kind of thing, with two dumbbells by your side and a maybe a resistance band. Like that's a decent hack squat. Yeah, it's a very fucking solid piece of equipment. Piece um, of kit, like tough, like very tough. Yeah, man, they're fucking they're so strong. Like um, you elevate your heels, they're fucking yeah. grim, so grim. Um, but yeah, that's just what. That's why I think it's one of the positives people are kind of coming up with those kind of equi- equi- uh, different exercises to really challenge you at home. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, like we mentioned before, obviously, locations are the big one. From an obstacle point of view, that can obviously hit it out a lot. Like, again, like if you're training from your bedroom, like, good luck. It's, 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 it's just difficult to kind of like associate. Like, it's all about association. Like, use it at home as, like, uh, it's, it's difficult enough to work and train from home. Because just associate as your, your kind of your happy place, your, your chill out place. You you work from the office, you train in the gym, but also now everything's in the same place. You know, so if you can kind of it was so good when you know that kind of we got that good weather during yeah. the first lockdown. Like, oh, it was sick! I it's... had a barbell, I think dumbbells, all outside. And yeah, it was just sunny weather. And you sport. wanted to train. Yeah, you like, did. You if did you can make it something you want to do, you'll do it more. So like from a location point of view, like you know, 
if you have a spare room, go to a spare room. If you have a shed at the back that you can clear out, go to the shed at the back. If you have space, like a patio, go there. Like, it's a case of, like, do you have any... I have a client who's trained in a balcony in, in his apartment. It's fucking wow. sick. And it's a case of, like, 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 what space do you have available? Like, you, like everyone has somewhere that isn't their bedroom. Do you know what kind of way? Some people don't. Grand, but most people will have places that are not their bedrooms. Okay, so if you have the option to train or work at somewhere that isn't your bedroom, then fucking do it. Yeah, I've seen, I've actually got a few questions on this. I put up like question boxes on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know if you've probably got the same. It's just like, how do you find motivation? And I find it quite tough to answer yeah. for some people because for me, if I had stuff in the back garden, I'd want to train. Mm. But for everyone, that's not the case. Yeah. I don't know how you find it as well. Like, so, I, I love to train. That's why it's yeah. not really a motivation thing for me. But it's kind of like, why do you love to train? Yeah. Not like, why do you like, why do you like training? Oh, sorry. Why do I yeah, love yeah. to train? Uh, just like, just to feel good factor after yeah. the kind of endorphins and feel like you've kind of accomplished something. Yeah. Um, like, what do you, like, what do you train? Like, what do you want to do from your training now? At the moment, probably just maintain my strength. Yeah. Um, no, no real goal set. I know some people last year tried to go down to like a photo shoot and stuff mm-hmm. and that all got cancelled. Yeah. So people were dieting down for all these things, yeah. shows and everything. Uh, something I wouldn't be into personally, but yeah. then it all gets cancelled. Like that's very tough on people yeah. as well. But it's a case of like you're training because like you don't have to think about your training. Like you're, you're a coach, you're a PT, you know what comes from it. And it's kind of like, you know, like someone would go to the fucking pub, have a drink, that kind of way. Like training's like our thing that we enjoy doing. And it's when, like, if, if, if you kind of rely on that motivation to do yeah. something, you don't do it. Like, the best way to look at it is kind of like, think about your, like, your school, like, if you're doing, if you're Ireland doing your leaving stuff, for example. You know, if you're, you know, if you're, if September comes along, you're like, right, I'm only going to study between now and June 4th or June 5th, whenever they start, like, on the days I'm really motivated to study, you'll study, like, three or four days a whole year because, you know, no one wants to get up and study after, like, a six-hour, seven-hour day of school it's a case of understanding like you have a I want to do this job and that requires this college course and that requires this point which requires this amount of work mm-hmm. and the case of you know saying like if I have an hour to in a tree for the first 45 minutes sharpen my axe yeah, yeah, yeah. so like if, 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 if you go into studying and, and that kind of stuff like just plan on doing it like it doesn't gonna happen if you like I want to be I want to want to do this like that's not gonna happen no one wants to fucking study I think I think the best point you made probably at the start of the podcast when you said enjoyment like, yeah I think that comes back to motivation as well but I enjoy weight training I don't enjoy running four times a week yeah and someone else might enjoy that that's a big thing but, but the motivation I think is cases like don't feel the need to run that motivation because it's not going to come very often like not no one was like people do when they're leaving certain and they're doing medicine whatever they're doing now it's a case of like you know they didn't wake up every day and want to study they were like I'm just going to do it so it's a case of like how can you get that done it's a case of like sit down like understand there's a greater goal here don't just focus on the short term like I want to figure out from workouts okay so like what's going to happen if you do three workouts a week for the next you know fucking 12 weeks how that's going to benefit you then like it's, it's going to make you feel pretty good you're going to look pretty savage as well and so it's like right you know when you have that kind of idea in mind how can I break this down more and more and more because you're like right I have this goal set if I do this this and this at this time I'll have that goal achieved so it's when you break that goal down as small as you possibly can be doing it it's going to make it a lot easier so like always have that kind of Big, like stop relying on the motivation like focus on the bigger goal and focus on kind of exactly because like, we, we all want to achieve those goals and if we aren't training to work towards the goal we can't see the vision between what we're doing and that goal being achieved it's a case of if we can kind of put the puzzle together in terms of kind of seeing like right I know if I'm doing this this and this 
I'll achieve that goal. Because yeah, we're training right now. that short, medium, yeah. long-term like, goal. Yeah. We train now because like, we don't have to question. We don't know if I'm doing this and doing that, this is the outcome. That's what happens. So we're trying to get across the clients now. It's a case of if I'm doing this, this and that, I will achieve the goal. So it's a case of like now let's make sure that we've if you're training from home, it's a case of like, make sure, you, make sure you're aware that what you are doing will work towards that goal you want. Because when you know this equals that, you'll do this. Do you know? So scrap the idea of motivation. It's not going to do very much. But when, you're, no, when you are feeling motivated, fucking go for it. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, the 99% of them when you're not, just fucking make sure you know that what you're doing is very much going to elicit the outcome you want. You can do a lot in 20 minutes. Yeah. You can do a lot in 20 minutes. If you don't look, don't look at WhatsApp, look at Instagram, yeah. put your headphones in, and maybe even set a clock, a timer, it's going yeah. to put you under pressure then. That's it. Like, if you have two hours to do something, you'll spend two hours just messing around. Yeah. If you say, no, I have to be somewhere in 20 minutes, or I have to jump on uh, a Zoom or something in 20 minutes, you're going to work a lot in those 20 minutes. You're not going to take rest times. You're, you're going to get a lot more volume probably done in 20 minutes yeah. if you had two hours to mess around. That's it. Like When I'm working, I'll throw my... I've got a little... It's the most pointless buy I've ever bought. <laughs> I have a, a little phone stand on my desk. And when I'm working, I'll throw my phone on my bed. It's yeah. kind of like, if it's on my bed, I'll forget about it. I'll reach for my phone then. It's not there, so yeah. I'll, just, I'll just work anyway. So like, remove those distractions makes life so much easier. Fuck, that motivation is just stupid. So in terms of what you would say the minimum requirement for training three days a week three full bodies yeah. I think you get so much done like, it's a case of like it's always a case of like just do what you make it really easy at the start like if that's three days cool if it's two cool if it's four if it's cool if it's yeah. one cool like you don't have just, to train yeah just day. starts like I suppose the key thing like, kind of like going back to that Atomic Habits book it's a case of like just do you know he was talking about if you wanted to work out just go to the gym walk around five minutes and leave you're going to go there enough to the point where you're like I'm here now I may as well do something do you know so if that's just doing one workout a week and showing up, cool. The more and more you do once a week, you're like, right, well, I'm doing this thing, but I probably need to do it more to see results. So I'm going to do it today, and I'm going to do it in three days' time. So you start doing twice a week. Yeah. You're like, right, I'm doing twice a week. I'll, like if I'm, you know, I'll literally speed up the process 33% if I train another day, so I'll do another day. So also now you're training three days a week. Like two, two four, two four. full body resistance training. Mm, that's it. Like I suppose yeah. like that when you kind of. When you break it down, when you start small build from there, like it's nothing worse than kind of going like, oh, I'm going to five days a week now, and then nothing happens. Okay, so like you're training, like but now for the next five, ten, whatever years, you're going to be training. Okay, so like if that means like spend a month or two doing very little now to build up to it, like it just means you'll be having years and years. Like instead of kind of like trying to do five workouts a, day, a week or four weeks a week now, and then for the next two years struggling to get that done, if you do one a week this week, one a week next week, two the next week, two the following week, and then three, then four, then five, or however many you can do, it's going to mean that like, when you fast forward this time two years, you're going to have a lot more consistency training more frequently. So I suppose in terms of kind of how much to do, like start with what you, think about, start with, start with what you feel like you can do and take away a day. That's yeah, my yeah. thing. Take, think, like write down how many days you feel like you can commit to and take away a day away from that. If you feel like you can train three times a week and you haven't trained yet, yeah. do two, just do two. Cause you're kind of, you're under committing yourself. When you can undercommit, it makes it a lot easier to do the next one the following I do, week. I do think with a lot of people though at the moment with everything going on, it's just a stress relief to do something. Mm. So that's the kind of, I think everyone's just hopping on. They'll just work out every day. They'll go for a run every day. And look, if that clears your head, it clears the head. But you don't have to train every day to get the results, the results you yeah. want. And I think that's a big thing for kind of people overtraining or kind of blowing themselves out. They'll do like mm. two weeks flat out and then they don't train for two weeks. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it goes back to that point before. Like make it, Make it make something you want to do. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're mad stressed about lockdown and work from home, whatever it is, and you're training that one thing that helps you relax, then, you know. A one-hour walk is not... 
Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Just do something. Just do something. If, if it's if it's again, if you if you make it attractive yourself and like, oh, I'm training because it really eases my stress. A swim, like you. A swim, yeah. Go for a fucking swim. <laughs> yeah. Do something like. Like when you're in the sea, like you're so cold and your folks are not training. You're like, I've no, I can't actually think about anything else because <laughs> if I do, then I'll drain and get just very cold. A load of calories. That's it. Like, no, oh, stop. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so when it comes to actually training from home, what like? Yeah, when it comes to actually like equipment, like again, like you say. You know, like 99% of people that listen to this podcast are people who don't have a fucking massive squat rack, barbell, this and that in their home. It's going to be bodyweight or bare minimum. Yeah. What would you feel like are the key things for someone who's training at home to get a good session in? Two of the main things I would definitely focus on with clients is tempo, how slow they're doing an exercise. Like if you slow down a split squat or a goblet squat, your body's not going to realize you're using a 10 kilo dumbbell, is it? And then I think even doing a push-up, if you can do a, a four or five second eccentric, mm-hmm. you're gonna start to shake if you're doing it properly. Like that's, I think really manipulating tempo is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stuff like isometric holds, whether it be like a, a lap pull down with a resistance band or a row, I think they're great as well. Great yeah. variations. Yeah, like some cool things I'm doing with clients, kind of like, if you're doing a, like you, know, you find the biggest guy out there, you can bang out 50 push-ups, no problem. But get him doing a four seconds down, two oh. second pause, two seconds up, he'll struggle at 10. Anyway, I was starting to shake during yeah. the first lockdown. Mm. Um, if, you're doing, like a, if you're doing a banded lap pull down, do, do single arm, do a 60 to 90 second isometric hold, yeah. and then go into an AMRAP set oh. with a four, one, two, two tempo. Four seconds to lengthen out, one second pause, two seconds to pull, two seconds to squeeze. Do that after a pause, you'll be fried like. Do you know? Yeah, I think tempo and isometrics are definitely the two best things to, to utilize in your training if you're training from home. Yeah. Um, and even as we said, like the hack squat with the foam roller, I think that's been yeah, just like, unbelievable. Like, you know, the, if you have a foam roller, a medicine ball, uh, a skateboard you can use on a I wall. I saw people doing a skateboard, yeah. Yeah, like there's this, with a bit of, what's the, what's the Eugene Teo quote? It's like, if you've the, with the right imagination, everything's a dildo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the right, would you switch over to gym? With the right imagination, everything's a fucking, everything's a hack squat, everything's a fucking gym kit. Do you know what I mean? If it has weight, you can lift it. It's your gym. <laughs> um... I suppose it's something to kind of wrap things up a little bit. I suppose for those, I suppose those are, those are for cheap and cheerful. Yeah, two twenty kilo dumbbells. Like you probably get ten kilo dumbbells. Uh, who is it? Uh, is it Dublin Dublin dumbbells? Yeah. If you listen from Dublin, actually set that up. yeah, there we go. Dublin dumbbells, fucking handy piece of kit, and they're dirt cheap as well from yeah. a dumbbell point of view. Yeah, I think they're actually up to thirties now or forties. Sick. It's um, good weight. Which like. is great. I think yeah. they they've been back busy again since yeah. the start of Christmas. Some light dumbbells, bands, and you're fucking good to go. To be honest. Yeah, and obviously we do not have to train every day. No, not every day. You, Three you days just a week. Train what you can. Yeah. Train what you can, and then build from there. Same love. Um, so yeah. Oh, oh, can we? Ooh. Any tips to like maybe people are scared about losing their muscle they've built or yeah. Do we need to finish on that one. Yeah, that's what I want to say there. I suppose I think a big one there is kind of like people like who want to lose body fat. You know yourself, as kids who expend more calories, dig in day to day, you'll lose body fat. You can do that. You know, just walking every day and yeah. watching your diet. If you don't train, you still lose body fat. That's fine. But it's a case of like lads, like me and you, it's a case of like, I want to, my goal is to get bigger, to get stronger, to add muscle to maintain. It's a case of like, right, well, what, can we do that? Protein, what's your protein intake? Yeah, it's what a case like, of like, it's like, what do you do to maintain or even continue to grow with home training? I think the key thing to understand is like your body, like at the end of the day, like what's, we got to bring everything back to its foundations. Like when we're looking at building muscle, the foundations is always going to be, we want to, Obviously, you know, what do we want to get bigger? Is a bigger chest, bigger, like, whatever it is. Like, what do we want to grow in this case of, right, we want that muscle to experience stimulus. We want that to stress that muscle out, to force a stress response that we can then recover from and adapt to when we're sleeping, digesting food, what have you. And in the case of, let's just 
you know, look at everything from first principle, look at everything in the most basic way possible, and how can we actually replicate that? Like, nowhere in that sentence, like, like losing body fat, you know, being a deficit of calories, no one said have bland, boring meals. When it comes to building muscle, no one said you have to borrow a bench press, squat, deadlift, do this, like, have a bar. Like, your, your body doesn't know that you've walked into a gym, your body doesn't know that you're lifting a barbell. It recognizes stimulus, progressive stimulus, force you're producing and it's like right that was quite stressful that wasn't nice let's now take a bit of time to recover from that so it's a case of when you go with that mindset it makes things a lot easier kind of like right if i'm again like people kind of think well oh, i'm doing a push-up doesn't even happen it's like well if you're if you go back to start there if you want to if you're kind of benching or double benching for a big chest in this case of like if you can bang out 50 push-ups but you know you're now doing a four one two one tempo you're doing four seconds down a one second pause a two second press a one second pause and you can just about still get nine reps this week. If you, come back, if, you, if you come back next week and do 10 or 11 reps, well, let's go back to the basics. You have worked a failure in a push-up, which is basically a bench press, which is the way around. <laughs> you have hit failure at nine reps the week before for three sets. You've come back this week and done two reps more each set. So your body's adapted to that stimulus and it's doing more now. So like, you know, it may not be a barbell in your fucking hands, but you've done something to put stimulus on that muscle to stress it out. And you have, no, you've recovered from it. So your body doesn't recover. Like everyone talks about, like, oh, three to four reps is strength, 12, eight to 12 is hypertrophy. Like, at the end of the day, like, if I do something for three reps and do five reps next week, if I do something for 12, weeks, 12 reps this week and then 16 next week, if I do something for 15 reps this week and then 20 reps next week, my muscles have adapted. What do muscles do when they adapt? They get bigger and they get stronger. Like, they don't, like, change. You can't, like, again, the whole Tony thing is okay. Like, they don't just adapt in different ways they get bigger they get stronger that's just how it fucking is you can get stronger within a certain rep range whatever it is but as so long as you're doing more each week and you know from a training point of view trying to progress you're going to get bigger get stronger it's like it's kids people are always like oh i want to do this in lockdown it's like you can look at bigger it's a case of like are you prepared to just slow things down are you prepared to kind of have some hold are you prepared like at the end of the day, if someone's benching like 200 kilos or 100 kilos you know it's going to do three by ten push-ups with a bang average tempo it's going to do something for them yeah. it's not even, they're not even going to maintain because even to maintain you need some elements of stimulus. If you're doing three by 10 push-ups and there's no bother in you whatsoever, it's kind of like, well, it's just done nothing really. Yeah. So, yeah. Even people though, when you when gyms kind of close and still close now, they're like, oh, I, I how do I maintain my muscle mass? And yeah. it's like, what's your protein intake? Yeah. And they look at you like, uh, I don't have one. And yeah. It's like, well, maybe you should focus on maybe looking at your nutrition side mm. of things as well. Yeah. But, but I think there, what you said about tempo and really executing a rep, yeah. make it's, a massive, massive difference. But that's the thing, like when it comes to, again, when we kind of look at, we, we've got to kind of dissect the entire thing. It's a case of like, right, to build muscle, we need to, number one, provide the muscle with stimulus. We've just done that. We've talked about that in training. But then it's a case of like, right, the flip side, the recovery. You know, how can we optimize that? Like the key thing when it comes to building muscle is, again, nutrition, feeling have enough calories to recover, protein intake, sleep. You know, if you're someone who wants to build muscle, you know, fucking i don't care if you don't have equipment but you know if you're saying i want to build muscle but you're not looking at your protein intake your calories sleep and your sleep stress. and stress it's a case of well like you're digestion you know, even you're 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 drowning and you're just like grabbing a brick to pull you lower down like you're not giving us any fighting chance to grow muscle do you know i think someone put up a great post maybe after the second lockdown and they were like things you can control yeah things you can't control and it's like the only thing you can't control is the weather and the gym's not being open. I think that might have, I think that might have been me. Is it you? <laughs> I think that was me. I've just plugged your Instagram. Um, yeah, and I kept seeing those. It's just such a fair point. Like, people are so focused on, like, gyms are closed, can't make any gains. I'm going to find that. Or can't make anything. And it's like, well, what's your sleep like? What's your stress like? 
how much protein are you having? What are your calories at? Yeah. And people completely like disregard one half of that. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, gym for clothes. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm trying to find that quote now. Yeah, here we go. Oh no, is that it? Yeah. Just because gyms have closed, your weight loss efforts should not be fucked out the window. Things we can't control right now, we can't control, gyms remain open. Diet. Things we can't control, diet, sleep, stress, digestion, can totally can't forget the rest. That's not the one I saw. Oh, but it's basically the same, <laughs> same thing. thing. It's basically the same thing. thing. Same it's thing. Same <laughs> thing. Uh, but yeah, no, so, so people who are like, oh, I need to die down for, or I need to fucking gym for gaining, maintaining weight, you don't. It's just, again, it's a tool. Like the, 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 the goals stay the same, but just the, the circumstances have changed. In this case, like, how can we adapt those circumstances to elicit the same goal. You know, no one fucking, your body doesn't know, oh, bench press, squat rack, this and that. It's a case of no, just more that, stimulus. That's the one Oh, very easy. Oh, with the, with the, was a case? Yeah, take control, Kennedy. some control, no control. I like that. Yeah, very good. Very, very solid post So that. the weather? We can't control. No. Yeah. What my co-workers think of me. Yeah. Uh, my spouse's behavior. There we go. And whether my clients are ready to change. There we go. So. There you go. Can't control that. Control what you can't control. Forget the rest. Exactly. That's it. I think we've touched on everything there. I'm yeah, looking at the Um, Do you have any kind of closing words of wisdom, or do you think we've just done all the wisdoms? Oh, keep going. Keep going. That's <laughs> it. Fucking, you know, we've watched. It's case, like, I suppose. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that's it. Like, like there's, 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 like, at the end of the day, like, it can only get better. Famous last words. But, like, it's a case of, like, you know. It's a case of no matter what happens, you if if you want to get back to the gym, you want to get in shape. It's a case of like no matter what happens, you can't speed up that process. Yeah. It's a case of you can either spend so say for example, say it's nine weeks before you hop back into the gym. Though those can be nine weeks where you have a goal but do nothing towards it and feel like shit afterwards, and the likelihood of you taking action when you go back to a gym are very little. Or you could again, it may not even if it's not training, fucking. Focus on your diet, sleep a bit better, manage your stress, hire a coach, do something like that. Maybe invest in some light dumbbells, some bands, do some training at home, do something. Go for a walk every day. I don't fucking care what it is. Do something. But just, I think the key thing is always look for the, the easy thing to do. If, if I'm flying from Dublin to Toronto and I change my trajectory by one degree, I'll end up in Texas. It's case, like, if you make small little changes, you know, you will see, like, I think the key thing people forget is kind of like big changes don't come from big action. Big changes come from constant small action time and time again. So, like, look at these next nine weeks as a time to, you know, just n don't throw the kitchen sink at everything, but just do something. Because if you do something towards the goal, you will be more aligned on that goal. So come, you know, more optimal times when gyms are open again and you're good to go, then you're more likely to see those kind of changes. Yeah, I think that's a great point to leave it on, is to stop waiting and just take action. Just get it done. Take action, yeah. Stop fucking whinging. Just get it fucking done. Simple as. Uh, Dave, for anyone who wants to, I suppose, find you, work with you, where can they actually do that? If they go onto Instagram or Facebook as well, it's just Donnybrook underscore performance. Sweet. Happy days. Thank you very much for having me. Guys, thank you very much for listening to episode, what is it, 57? 57. 57 of the podcast. Um, probably for, it's probably 58, 57. It's one of those anyway. Um, any questions uh, on that, please let me know. For any coaching queries, you can always head over to coachbenham.com and ask me anything there. Uh, but until next time, guys, Dave, thank you very much for hopping on. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. And I'll see you all next week.